We're back with Hockey Thoughts here on Top Cheddar Sports. I am Brett. I'm joined by Will. Good to have you back. It's been way too long since we've done one of these. How, how have you been? I've been fantastic. Holding my head up high. That's good. That's good. Any, uh, any big things happened in your life lately since we last spoke? No, nothing. Nothing? Okay. Nothing, nothing at all. That's good. That's good. Same old that. Um, there was this one little thing. Oh, yeah? What was that? Oh, I got engaged. Hey, that's right. Yes, our very own Will here has gotten engaged. Congratulations again, Will. And now Thanks. our Pop Cheddar fans can also congratulate you and be happy for you. I'm looking um, forward to it. Yes, yes. Congrats. And very, very exciting. Um, and Will, since you're now engaged and officially a fiancé, why don't you, uh, I'll let you get us started here. What division you want to start with to go over and uh, what matchup you can pick? Uh, I guess, I guess we can start with the East and then we can start with the Penns Islanders, I suppose. Sounds good to me. The Mass Mutual East, Will. The Mass yes. Mutual oh, East. I'm so sorry for forgetting about the sponsorship. Get the sponsorship dollars in there. So maybe maybe they'll pay us, too, for bringing it up. Who knows? Um, yeah, Penn's Isles. So, um, off the bat, you know, the, the, the game won, by the way, Sunday at noon. It'll be on NBC uh, here in the U.S. The Penguins went 6-2 and two against the Islanders in the regular season. And, um, Will, what's your initial thoughts outside of that? Um, I'm thinking that this is no longer 2019. Um, these are much different teams than they were two years ago. Um, I think that the Penguins are going to come out victorious in this one. Um, the Penguins were kind of on a hot streak to end the season. Um, they are very talented. They're putting the puck in the net. They had the most goals to finish the season. Um, they're also very deep. Um, I think that's going to be the um, they're much deeper than the Islanders, um, and the Islanders lost their captain, Andrews Lee. I think that's going to be a huge blow. Um, I'm taking the Penguins in five, um, partly because of how well the Penguins matched up against the Islanders this year. Um, I think Crosby was a no-name two years ago, but I think um, the Islanders' defense wasn't isn't what it was two years ago anymore. I think they lost – um, Taves, who I think was did a really good job of shutting down Crosby. Um, so I think Crosby will break through in this series. Um, Matt Barzell um, is going to have to carry a huge load, him and Everly. Um, they're going to really have to carry that Islanders offense. Um, Islanders defense and goaltending has been their strength all year. Um, and I think that's what it's going to come down to is can Semyon Varlamov carry this team to the second round because um, I just think the Penguins will use their talent and depth um, to overcome the stout Islanders um, defense and goaltending. So I'm taking the um, Penguins at five. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with much of what you just said. Um, I'm glad you brought up Varlamov because to me, he should win the Vesna. I mean, he quietly had such a good season Led the league in shutouts, a 204 GAA. Um, he once had a streak of 248 straight minutes without allowing a goal. Like, that's insane. <laughs> um, 
he's going to be the key for the Islanders for sure. And you also brought up Anders Lee, who is one of the more underappreciated guys in the league for me. Uh, he's a pretty consistent, like, 25-30 goal scorer. Um, and he really does drive that team uh, as the captain of that team. And he will be sorely missed. And he has been, as the Islanders have kind of kind of uh, slowed down considerably here heading into the playoffs. Um, there was even a point in time where it was possible the Rangers could still make it over the Islanders. Um, obviously, they turned it around. They finished 11 points ahead of the Rangers because um, Tom Wilson kind of ended the Rangers franchise. But hmm. um, yeah, I don't like the form that the Islanders are coming into this series in. And as you mentioned, the Pens have been pretty pretty hot coming in. Um, the one thing that does scare me and where I'll disagree with you a little bit and I'll take the Penguins in six only because um, the Islanders are always slept on. Uh, this is a team that made the Eastern Conference final last year because they're kind of built for the playoffs. Um, just their style of hockey. It's very boring in the regular season and a lot of people make fun of them for how boring they are. But in the postseason, uh, Barry Trotz's team, like this is built for the postseason and they're very tough to play against, um, you know, come playoff time. So I don't see the pens completely steamrolling over them here. Um, I think I think there'll be a game or two where the Penguins do kind of crush them. But I think majority of these games are going to be one goal games and it's going to be a tightly fought series. Uh, with the Pens obviously still just coming out on top because they have way more firepower up front. And ultimately, they will be able to break down Varlamov, I think, and this Islanders system that's just so well constructed by Trotz. But um, I really I think that part... Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I really... Yeah, you can't count out Barry Trotz. Um, Sullivan has had, a, I think, a Jack Adams-worthy season, at least a nomination, but... Trotz is a fantastic coach, so it might come down to um, a coaching matchup here. It might. Um, and, yeah, I, you brought up Barzell. He is going to have to be the guy, I think, offensively for the Islanders. I'd also look a bit to Kyle Palmieri, um, their deadline acquisition to maybe, you know, chip in. Um, and for the Penguins, I really think Jeff Carter is going to have a great series. Um, just matchup-wise – there's only so much Trotz can do to take out Crosby and Malkin. So his best checking lines are going to be all over them, you know, Pajot and Sezikis most likely. And I think guys like, you know, the Carter line is going to get to face that Barzell line. And Barzell's a great player, but defensively, eh, not so much. I think they're going to have some success there. Uh, the Pens are just a deeper team. And um, I think that's going to be a key for sure. So those are my players to watch. But yeah, we're in agreement on this one for sure. All right, sounds good. Um, real quick, because I meant to do this before we got into it. So the East ended Pittsburgh 1, Washington 2, Boston 3, Islanders 4. Now we're going to talk about our preseason top four. Um, Yikes. Yeah, I'll go first because it's embarrassing. I'll let you, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. Um, so Penguins finished first. I had Boston in first. Um. They finished third, actually. I had the Flyers in second. Um, they finished sixth. So that's that's my big that's my only miss, I guess. I had the Islanders third and the Penguins fourth. 
So three out of four seedings are completely wrong, but um, I guess it's not terrible, but it's it's not great because I did have Buffalo six, <laughs> so we won't talk about that. <laughs> and what about you, Will? Um, I had Boston first um, and Philadelphia second, so I'm with you there. Uh, I had Pittsburgh third and Washington fourth. So I had three out of four teams in the playoffs, but completely wrong um, seeding wise. Um, hmm. So it's, I think not a lot of people expected the collapse of the Flyers this year. So other than that, I think my rankings were pretty good other than the Flyers. So. Yeah, I think we'll give ourselves a pass for that. I agree. That was unexpected. Um, where'd you have Buffalo? Just out of curiosity, probably better than me. Seventh, I had them better than New Jersey, but they flip flopped. Okay, yeah, you see, that's that's it's not bad. Okay, um, all right, so then uh, we'll jump to the last matchup here in the East, which is the two seated Caps against the three seated Bruins. Game one for this is Saturday night. It's actually the very first playoff game. Uh, it'll be on NBC as well. And um, Will, how do you feel about this one? Uh, I think this might be probably, I would say, the best series um, in the first-round matchups. There are a lot of good ones, but I think this one will be the best. Um, These teams always match up for wonderful games, Um, either high-scoring, low-scoring, gritty, finesse. Um, I think it's been a while since these two have played each other in the playoffs, but I'm looking forward to this one. Um, I'm going to take the Bruins in this one, and I'm take I'm going to take them in sixth. Um, I think if Wilson doesn't get too much under their skin, um, they can stay out of the penalty box because the Capitals have a very good power play. I think the Bruins shouldn't really have too much of a problem, um, even though the Caps are very deep and very talented. Um, they're struggling with some injuries. Um, I know Oshie's lit- limping in. Ovechkin, I think, should be healthy, but – Several weeks. It's mostly kind of the goaltending. Um, Rask has been solid. Um, nothing, nothing fantastic. But Vanacek has been wholly inconsistent, and that's who they're going to have to go with. Um, and I just don't think that he is going to be able to lift this team past the Bruins. And the Bruins are playing very good hockey, um, especially after the trade deadline. I think they had the best record since the trade deadline. Um, Taylor Hall's you know, coming into his own. Um, the lower lines are starting to click a little bit. It's not all on Bergeron, Marsha, and Pasternak anymore. Um, and for these reasons, um, I'm going to take the Bruins in six. It's hard to say six over seven, but I think this is the way it's going to go. Um, I, I, I'm excited for the series. I think it's going to be – it's gritty. It's going to be fast, and I think it's going to be good hockey. All right, yeah. Um one big thing is Zdeno Chara, obviously, you know, story to watch his former team. I would expect him to have a nice little, uh, you know, after the whistle, uh, friendly little chat with some of his old teammates uh, fairly often during this series. But uh, you're exactly right. To me, the team that wins this series uh, is the team that has the better goaltender, and that's the Boston Bruins. Uh, Vanacek. Started the year really well, um, and then you're right, just the inconsistencies. Um, he could have a short string. I don't know, you know, Samsonov might 
be available at some point this series, or you have the veteran Craig Anderson behind him, who's not, he's old. Like he's very, very old, but he does have playoff experience. So what I don't was know. His, what was his last playoff game? Uh, it was game seven against the Pittsburgh Penguins in the East Finals, was it not? It, it was indeed. Uh, <laughs> I, was at, I was at that game. That was best goal ever. But anyway, you know what, did. though? He did play very well in that game. He did. He did. It was, it was what, double overtime? He'd only given up two to that point. So, uh-huh. and he was so, old then, too. So, yeah, he's ancient. I mean, he'll probably, he might retire, but not to go off on a tangent. Um, I lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah. Tuka Rask, we all know what he can do in the postseason. I think that's ultimately going to be what wins him this game. I forgot to mention. Forgive me, I'm a little sick, so I'm forgetting a lot of things. But in the season series, um, Boston went four two and two. So, but basically they split. They went four and four each. Um, yeah. So dead, dead even. Because um, in the playoffs, obviously overtime losses don't mean anything. They were lost. Um, so yeah, it's very even, and I agree. I'm I'm most looking forward to this. I think because. Not only are they evenly matched, but they play similar styles. And I, I think it's going to be a very physical series. And I think it's going to be a very high scoring series. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. But ultimately, Bruins have the better depth and more importantly, the better goaltender in my mind. And so I do take the Bruins. I'm going to take them in seven, though. I'm not. I'm going to get them that road win in game seven. Um Although I could see them ending it in Boston, like you said, in six. But I'm going to take them in seven. And I'm very looking forward to this, yeah. All right. I don't really have much else to say. This is just, like, if you're a hockey fan, you know how good this series is going to be. So we don't really even need to talk about it. Agreed. All right. Will. Yes. Where would you like to go next? Let's go to the Central. The good old Discover Card Central. <laughs> I, I I forget these sponsors. All I remember sometimes is the Honda West and the Scotia North. That's it. I don't, I don't remember the other two. Well, I expect you to now say the other the next to you correctly. Then. Oh, there we go. We'll get the spon- <laughs> We'll get that sponsorship money. All right. So before we get into a matchup, then in the Discover Card Central, um, let's again run over our preseason projections. So it finished Carolina one. Florida 2, Tampa 3, and Nashville 4. Um, for me, I had Tampa at 1, Carolina 2, Dallas 3, and Columbus 4th with Florida in – Florida and Nashville, I had 5th and 6th, but I, I, I can't give myself credit for that. So pretty ugly. This, this was my worst division, I will say. Um, but, yeah. Not great. Uh, yeah, I had almost the exact same, except for mine was worse because I had Dallas higher than Carolina at two and three. Um, so yeah, it was ugly. Um, Dallas just did not play well. Um, I don't think Kadobin was as reliable as a goaltender as some people thought. Um, and Bishop was on the radar as potentially coming back, but he never did. Um, and Columbus just they they had good goaltending, but that just wasn't enough because that roster is depleted. So, 
But Florida had a surprisingly good year, especially offensively, and Nashville actually got some really good goaltending help, which propelled them into the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I guess we'll just start with the 1-4 again. So yes. the Carolina Hurricanes against the Nashville Predators. This game starts Monday nights. Uh, it'll be on CNBC, which is whatever. Um, in the regular season, Carolina went six and two against Nashville. Uh, Nashville did take the la- the latest two games. Should be a note. So they have the momentum, if you will, against the Hurricanes coming into this. Uh, will, how do you see this shaking up? Um, I think the Hurricanes will dominate the Predators. Um, Predators dominate. play well. Dominate. Woo. Um, Predators play well defensively, but I think that the style of hockey the Canes are playing right now would just be too much. Um, I think that the top four of Nashville will be able to kind of, you know, hold their own, but I I don't know Nashville is going to put in their bottom two pairing, but that's if Rob Brindamore coaches well, they're just going to prey on whatever scrubs they put in there. And I think it's going to be, overwhelmingly hurricanes um juicy uc Soros has played very well down the stretch um but it's hard for me to see him <laughs> stemming the tide of the hurricanes and especially how well they've been playing too um so i'm gonna take the hurricanes in five i think that um Soros will win them a game um and prevent them from getting swept but i'm taking the canes um yeah. Yeah. Uh, Saros had a potential Vesna finalist season, numbers-wise at least. Um, he was excellent, as you said, especially down the stretch. Um, and he's going to have to continue to be if the Predators have a chance here because they don't score a lot, plain and simple. They don't score a lot of goals. Um, Matt Duchesne, who, again, not to – hate on this man but what two off seasons ago now was brought in to really be their center one and provide a lot of offense he's now been demoted not just out of the center position but also to the third line um that's a yikes and that kind of shows just how much this team struggles to score um philip forsberg's been great he's led the offense eli tolvanen tolvanen I think it's Tolvanen. Uh, he's been great. He had a great rookie season. He's also provided some offense. But outside of that, there's really nothing here. And when you look at the Hurricanes lineup, uh, it's deep and scary. So I agree. I'm going to take Carolina in five as well. I almost said six, maybe six. We'll go with five. Um, I just really don't see any hope for the Predators here, and a healthy Peter Morazic is also a very scary goalie to face. Um, and, yeah, it's just, Carolina is just a better team, really, in all, all aspects. Um, also, shout out to Rod Brindamore. Speaking of Jack Adams' potential winners, uh, throw his name in that list. He's done a tremendous job with this team. A team that has kind of been flirting with a deep playoff run in recent years. Um, I think this is the year Maybe we'll get into that. I think this is the year they might finally do it. Um, and it'll start here, yeah, with a five-game series win against Nashville. All right, sounds good. 
Cool. That brings us to two three, uh, which will at the start of the year. I don't know if you remember this when we were doing our preseason predictions, but I talked about how fun it would be if somehow Florida <laughs> had stuck into that four spot and we because I had Tampa at one and we got a battle of Florida playoff series and we do get it. I am so excited for this one. This is probably the one I'm second most looking forward to. Uh, Florida gets the home ice as well, which is awesome for them. You look at what they did in the regular season. Uh, Florida went five and three. So pretty even uh, Florida with a slight edge. And Will, I'll let you take this one away. This is definitely a tough one to call. Oh, um, wow. This is, yeah, this is going to be a very good season. Um, I think these teams match up well. Um, Florida's offense has been absolutely fantastic. Um, the Lightning are not write-offs in themselves, um, and they're getting back Stamkos and Kutrov through some, let's call them, salary cap gymnastics um, yeah, to yeah. come in and play. But we don't know if Stamkos is 100% healthy. We don't know how how rusty Kutrov will be. Um but if they're playing their best, I think Tampa's unstoppable. Um, Florida's defense has not been a pushover. They've been playing very well. Um, Aaron Ekblad is a huge loss for them. I think I might give Florida the advantage if Ekblad was playing. Um, but he's not. And I think the Lightning can expose some holes in the Florida defense. But ultimately, I think it's going to come down to goaltending. Um, Vasilevsky is probably the best goaltender in the league right now. Um, and if you look at purely just how well each goaltender has played in Florida, you have to go with Drieger or Spencer Knight. Um, but neither of them have played in the playoffs, and Florida's made it clear that, you know, probably because they're paying them so much money, uh, Bobrovsky's the number one goaltender, so they're going to roll with Bobrovsky in the playoffs. Um, and he has not been fantastic in Florida, um, and there's no reason to believe that that'll change in the playoffs. Um, but Florida has played very well regardless um and they will put up what heck of a fight with the lightning and it's gonna be one of the best series um to open the playoffs but with that being said i'm gonna take tampa bay in seven it'll be a very very good series and tampa bay will come out on top in the battle of florida yeah yeah a lot of good points uh goaltending definitely advantage tampa i wouldn't be shocked if I mean, Bobrovsky's going to have a short leash. I don't think there's any question about that. I wouldn't be shocked if even by, like, game three, it's it's Chris Dreiger's net um, with maybe even Knight backing him up. Like, I wouldn't be shocked. Um, again, don't know why they gave Bobrovsky that co- that contract when they had Spencer Knight ready in literally two years. Whatever. You, you've mentioned this point several times. <laughs> I just don't understand. Help me explain. Um, uh yeah, you, you brought up a lot of good points, though. Um, Florida actually led this division in goals per game, which was a little surprising for me. Um, we knew they could score, but there's also a lot of other good offenses in this division. So they kind of run on offense. I don't see them having problems scoring, even with Vasilevsky in net. I honestly don't see them having difficulties putting the puck in the net because they've scored on Vasilevsky this year pretty easily as well. I think it's going to be a high-scoring series, but look, 
it would be a really feel-good story for Florida to win this, and it's really what they need as a franchise to get themselves on the map a bit, especially in their own state. You know, if they can pull this out and and beat the the reigning champs in the first round, it'd be huge for them. But I've seen this so many times with the Panthers. They're just kind of an organization on the whole that just can never quite get there. I don't see any difference this year. I'm going to take Tampa in six. Um, I'll certainly be rooting for Florida again. I like it'd be cool to see. It would be, but like you said, especially with the you know questionable, definitely not right tactics of getting Kucherov and Stamkos back now. Um, magically, they're healthy again for Game One. You know, hmm. but but no, they weren't healthy. They couldn't have been activated all regular season. They weren't healthy enough. Like yeah, don't don't get me started on that, but. Um, especially with that, that's a huge boost to that lineup that's already so deep. Um, and I just think Tampa will will overwhelm them and use their experience here. And I'll take them in sixth. God, I hope, I hope not, though. And you know yeah, what? Room for the Panthers, too. How great would it be? God forbid there's an injury. But how great would it be if Florida's down in the series like 3-1 and Spencer Knight takes over a net? Shut out, shut out, shut out. Florida wins the series. Oh, God. I had a, I had that dream a couple nights ago, actually, in that exact scenario. Kind of like how Thatcher Demko almost did that last year. Yeah, my, my other boy. That's, you just, that's my two boys, Thatcher Demko and Spencer Knight. Yeah, I love them both. Um, yeah, it'd be just so great for Spencer Knight. And I wouldn't be at all shocked if that were to happen because the man is an absolute animal. But um, pun not intended. Okay. Where would you like to go next? Um, let's go to the north, the other division that's for certain at well, this moment. Well, damn it. What? The, the what division? Try again. North. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, God. I can't believe I've done this. Oh, no. The sponsorship money is out the window. Oh, oh my God. God. The Scotia North. Scotia, 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 Scotia North. All right. Here we go, baby. Oh, boy. Yes, the Scotia North. So, Toronto took the North this year, uh, followed by Edmonton, Winnipeg, and Montreal. Um, preseason-wise, I had Toronto in first, so yeah. Credit to me. I then had Calgary in second. <laughs> Woo! Uh, I had Winnipeg third. I actually got that spot on as well. And then I had Edmonton in fourth. So, three out of four. Um, I had Montreal second to last, so that's a bad look. But you know what? You can't win them all. That's okay, Brett. Mine was worse. <laughs> I had Toronto in first. Boom. Nice. Um, Vancouver in second. Mm. Mm-hmm. I was I, I was hopeful because I like the Canucks, but they could still finish fifth, so you wouldn't be like as true, true, true as far off. Um, and then I had Edmonton third, which I think was pretty good. Um, and then Calgary in fourth. Um, they they've collapsed. Um, yeah. Win- Winnipeg in fifth. Um, Montreal in sixth, and Ottawa seventh. So that was pretty bad. But what are you gonna do? Yeah. What are you gonna do? Nothing. 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 Um. Okay. So let's start with. The one four, 
as is tradition. Um, Toronto, Montreal. So Toronto went seven and three against. No, yeah, seven and three against the Canadiens this year. Um, so obviously, you know, they have the advantage. And uh, will, how, how do you see this one shaking out? Um, I think the Leafs will see the second round as much as it pains really? me to say it. <laughs> um, just Montreal is such a bad, bad, bad playoff team, in my opinion. They're easily the worst out of the 16 that made it. Um, I think, I think a couple teams finished with more points than them. Um, but anyways, Montreal is just not a sound playoff hockey team right now. On offense, the Maple Leafs are, um, especially with Matthews and his 44 goal season or something like that. Um, I think that's just going to carry the day. The Canadians are still very young. Um, they have some firepower, um, and that could exploit some holes in Toronto's defense and possibly goaltending. Um, Cole Caulfield has started out red hot, so he could be a difference maker in the playoffs, you know, especially if they go to overtime many games. Um, but yeah, I think the Maple Leafs are much too talented for the um, Canadians. Um, Frederick Anderson is going to be healthy, I think, for the playoffs. But I see no reason to not go with Jack Campbell, um, especially because of how shoddy Anderson was um, before he got hurt. And Jack Campbell really stepped up to the plate. Um, and he finished with pretty good stats. I think it was like 2-7 GAA and 9-12 save percentage, something like that. Um, so I would start out with Campbell, give him a short lease, give Freddie a shot, or vice versa, start out with Freddie, have him with a short leash. But I think the Leafs offense will overpower the Canadiens. Um, Carey Price has not been very good um, this season, and he's been very bad against the Maple Leafs. So I think goaltending will be a difference, even though Toronto doesn't really have their ducks in a row there. Um, I don't think it'll be a sweep. I think Canadians – my prediction is Canadians will take game one. Everyone's going to freak out because it's fun to make fun of the Maple Leafs for uh, – never make it out of the first round, but then the Maple Leafs will probably win the next four and go to the second round. So I'll take the Leafs in five. Man. This is tough because, okay, well, I I don't disagree with what you said. Um, some things to note, Brendan Gallagher and Philippe Deneau both are supposed to come back. I think you mentioned that, did you? I did not. Not those two. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm sick. I forget easily again. I apologize. Uh, yeah, they're supposed to supposedly could come back in like game one or two. So that would be huge to get the Tatar to know Gallagher line because they actually were one of the best lines in hockey. Like, um, what's it called? Analytically speaking, obviously, they're they're not one of the best lines in hockey. But for the analytic, you know, people out there. Technically, they were one of the best lines in hockey. Um, so that would be huge. Uh, Cole Caulfield is going to be an X Factor as well. He's been terrific since his call up. And if you can slide him down from the top six and maybe, you know, add a little depth down there, that'll help the Canadians. Um, on the flip side, Zach Hyman's going to be back. As you said, Frederick Anderson's going to be back. So I agree, though. I'd go with Campbell. 
um, at least for game one, especially with Anderson just coming back from injury. Um, and speaking of goaltending depth, I know we just talked about Florida. Uh, they also have David Riddick there in Toronto. So, you know, none of these goalies should have a long leash if, if things don't go well, especially with, you know, Toronto's recent playoff performances. Um, if a goalie's getting rocked, get them out. You know, you got other options here. Find something that works. Um, Carey Price is going to be a huge, huge, huge need for the Canadians if they have any shot here. Um, I really like the Canadians' defensive depth. Um, much, I, I like their defense a lot more than the Leafs, but offensively speaking, I mean, it's not even close. And um, we'll see. You know, we'll see if one of these uh, Maple Leaf studs finally, you know, has a breakout postseason and can carry this team into the second round. And I said it was tough, Will, because at some point in this playoffs, there's going to be an upset. You know, we're not going to yeah. get through the entire first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs without a major upset. And by upset, I mean a four is going to beat a one, in my opinion. In one of these divisions, it's just going to happen. Um, I know we both had Boston. That's technically an upset. I don't consider that an upset. Um, you know, Tampa over Florida is technically an upset. I don't consider that an upset. This will, this would be an upset. The Canadians over the Leafs, which is exactly why. Wouldn't that not, be just fantastic? I'm not going to pick it though. I'm not going to pick it. Um, the Canadians just. God, if they could play like they did the first few weeks of the season, I would absolutely take them. But, you know, Josh Anderson, Tyler Toffoli, well, Toffoli never really slowed down, I guess, but a lot of those guys just stopped playing. I will say Nick Suzuki's been red hot coming into the postseason. So that, he could be an X factor. He'll probably match up against Matthews. Um, But yeah, ultimately, I'll take the Leafs in six, though. I'm not going to give it to him in five. Um. I think Price steals a game for you. We get vintage Price for a game. And I think um, they'll win one other game. So, Leafs in six. But, man, it would be great to see the Canadians win this. And I'll certainly be pulling for them. I won't even hide the fact I will be pulling for them 100%. Oh, me too. Could you Could you imagine? Uh, yeah, actually, I could. It'd be great. Yeah, I know. I know you just imagined that <laughs> verbally, but like Leafs, Leafs, uh, the Canadians beating the Leafs first round. I think the city of Toronto would just disappear off the face of the earth. It would just explode mm-hmm. in a nuclear explosion, and it'll be fantastic to watch. But they'll call it both- Chernobyl. Yes, we both don't think that'll happen, but we there's still time for wishful thinking. Let's just put it this way, Will. If if there was like, of all the four one matchups, this would probably be the one that least surprised me to happen. Do you agree? Um. No, I think there's. <laughs> no, I think. There's, I think Islanders over the Penguins wouldn't surprise me terribly. I think Blues over the Avalanche wouldn't surprise me terribly. Um, this one, I, I think it would would not be terribly, but I think those other two would um, be less surprising to me. Okay, fair enough. 
Um, also, I misspoke. The Leafs. Oh, wait, no, I lost it. I think I said they were seven and three against the Canadians. They were seven and two. Oh, you sullied the name <laughs> of the I, Montreal Canadiens. I apologize again. I can't stress enough. I'm sick right now and I'm forget, forgetting things. Okay. So then the 2 3 matchup is the Edmonton Oilers hosting the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, this season series also went seven to two in favor of the Oilers. No, that's wrong. This one's seven to three. Yes, this one's seven to three. That's wrong. Scratch that. Seven to three yes. in favor of the Oilers. Um, no, how how could they play each other ten times? You played two teams ten times in the North, right? Oh uh, wait, yeah, six six times nine fifty four. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't know. Either seven to two or seven to three doesn't matter. Not really. Um. So anyways. would it kill us to do a quick Google search? Yes, it would. <laughs> <laughs> Everything uh, here is without research. We just off the cuff. We're doing. We're like multitasking. Nothing here. <laughs> this is this is just everything that's rolling around in our brains. Yep, basically. Um, well, right. how do you how do you like this one shaking out? Oh, I think this will be. Yeah, this will be an okay series to watch. Um, I think the Jets are a much sounder team than I'm going to give them credit for here in a couple of minutes. But I think, holy, holy crap. Connor McDavid right now. Uh, if if this carries, if he carries this level of production at all into the playoffs, then the Jets are in for a world of hurt. Um, Hellebuck has been fantastic yet again this season, so it won't be a rout by any stretch of the imagination. Um, the oil, uh, not the oil. The Jets still have a very capable offense, um, but the question. Two big questions on my mind in considering this series is one for Edmonton, goaltending. Mike mm-hmm. Smith has been has been solid this season. Um, I think a lot better than some of us may have thought. Um, but if he can be decent in this ser- series, then um, Oilers will win it. Um, also, I think this would have been a much closer if you would have told me a few weeks ago Oilers versus Jets. I think I would have had this series going to like seven or maybe even the Jets winning this out, but they have looked so, so bad down the stretch. I think they went like one and one and one, eight and one in their last 10 to finish the series. They've just looked terrible. Um, They haven't really gotten blown out in games, but they just haven't been able to find wins. And because McDavid's going in hot and the Jets are going in cold, I have to go to Oilers this one. I think I'll give the Hellebuck and Kyle Connor and PLD and Wheeler some credit. Um, I think they'll pull out two games. And I think, I think that's being generous. So I think I'll take the Oilers in six. Okay. Let me, let me throw a couple of statistics at you. All right. Oh boy. Here we go. Connor McDavid. Connor McDavid has not won a playoff round since 2017. That's a little hard to believe, huh? I also, that's because they haven't made the playoffs, and then that who do they get swept by the Blackhawks? Um, oh yeah, the oh last year, uh, yeah. I, was it swept? I think they won one. No, they might have been swept. I don't know. 
Again, would a Google search remedy that? Yeah, but are we going to do it? No. No, no. Resist? We refuse. <laughs> um, another stat, the Jets have actually done a decent job holding McDavid to just 14 points in their nine games. Um, that's half a joke, half serious with the year McDavid's having. So just some things to, to think about. But here's how I view this, Will. And this is going to probably be our first disagreement because I think I'm going to lean towards Winnipeg. I know they're playing terribly here down the stretch. And I understand McDavid is having now, after last night, uh, statistically, well, based on projections, if it was an 82-game season, this would be the second most points anybody's ever scored ever, um, passing all of Gretzky's years even. So I understand all that. But what I always, like, just for me personally, when I'm looking at a playoff series, what I think wins it is goaltending and depth. And to me, the Jets have the advantage in both of those categories. Um, this, this is true. Connor Hellebuck once again led the NHL in shots faced and saves, um, which that's the third straight season. Um, good Lord. But, um, <laughs> Somebody get this man some defense. He's gonna. He's got to be worn out. I mean, the, the amount of pucks that this man has to take to the chest and the mask and oh my god, um, he didn't have quite as good a year, obviously, as last year when he won the Vesna, but he was still solid, just given that fact. Um, you're absolutely right. Mike Smith has played great while Koskinen has sucked, uh, so it'll be Smith's net. Um, but I still like Hellebuck more there. Hellebuck did struggle against the Oilers this year. Um, not great. He went two and five against them and uh, had an eight seven seven save percentage. But again, I like the depth and a big key here. I don't. I can't remember if you brought this up. You probably did. Um, but Nikolai Ehlers is expected back for this series, and he was having a career season before he went down in April. Um, so that coupled with the forward depth that I like. Because really, after the Oilers' top, not even top six, like top five, they have no one. Uh, whereas the Jets are going to be able to roll four lines pretty comfortably and still have a scoring threat on all four lines. I'm going to take the Jets in seven, and I'm probably going to regret saying that uh, <laughs> very quickly in this series once the Oilers go up 3-0. But I'm going to do it. I'm going to take the Jets in seven. I just, again, I like the depth in the goaltending, and that's, that's uh, all it's for me. Yeah, I like I like what you said. Depth and goaltending is huge in playoffs. It's just like I said with McDavid and how bad the Jets have been. That's that was really the deciding factor. But I'm rooting for the Jets this series. Um, but I think it'll, it'll I think it'll be the Oilers. Yeah, I will also openly root against the Oilers in that series. I don't I don't care. I'm the not Flames, really is that the Flames fan coming out on you? It's not even that. I just kind of like – I kind of like the Jets. I don't know why. Um, I have no ties to them whatsoever. I just have always kind of liked them. So I'd like to see them succeed. I don't know. It's like it's like me with the Canucks, but that has only led me to pain. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, so that, that brings us to the last playoff series from this division, which is Calgary-Vancouver. Um, they'll play a best of four here over the next week. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's... So, uh, Will, how do you see that one shaking out? We got the 16th oh, lane to the 7th seed uh, Canucks. I'm so looking forward to 
to warming up my night of playoff hockey with the, the, the Calgary <laughs> Flames and Vancouver Canucks. Oh my god. Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Flames in that series. Okay. Uh, Why? No explanation. And, and no, I'm not I'm not gonna bother. Um I'll also take the flames. They will be without uh, no. Sean Please, let's move on. <laughs> Hold on, I have stuff to say. They will oh, be without Sean no. Monahan, which I think is going to be a big factor in this series. Um, he's ended his season early due to hip surgery. Um, but Vancouver's just looked awful all year. I mean, they can't keep the puck out of that. And um, again, depth and goaltending. I think the depth is pretty similar, but I like Markstrom more than uh, Holtby. So if Demko starts, that's a different story. But otherwise, I'll take the Flames. It'll be good, though. I, I see this going right down to the fourth game, for sure. I hate you. <laughs> and, uh, Will, where are we going next? I swear to God. <laughs> We're going to the Honda West. Yeah. Woo! The Honda West. The new RAV4 2021 is currently on sale. By the way, we were told to bring that up for all of you. The Honda West, yes. Uh, so, about what's that? Year end financing. Oh yeah, I missed that part. Wait, say that again for the people. I think I. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I said, speak to dealership about year end financing. There you go. Yeah, I. You see, they they write that in such small font. I didn't even see it. I'm glad. I'm glad you got a copy as well. Okay. And they they speak it so quickly at Dennis Marshes too. And actually, now that we just did that, it's a good time to pause quickly for station identification. <laughs> top Cheddar Sports here on Spotify. <laughs> and we're back. All right, Honda West, let's go. So how the Honda West shook out, uh, Colorado tied Vegas, uh, but had the tiebreaker, so they get the one seed, Vegas two, Minnesota three, and St. Louis four. How I had it was Colorado 1, kudos to me. I had St. Louis 2, Vegas 3, Minnesota 4. So, I, you know, I got this one 4 for 4. It's the only division I got perfect, but the seating's still wrong. So, ultimately, what we learned here is I don't know what I'm talking about. Me too. Uh, I had Colorado, Vegas, St. Louis. So, I had those three, but St. Louis is not the third seed. I had Arizona making it. Instead of Minnesota, I had them four and five. I went back and forth constantly. But in the end, I went with Minnesota. Um, then I had San Jose, LA, Anaheim, which was correct. But again, that three, four, five that I had mixed up is what did me in. But I think it did pretty good overall. Yeah, you know what? Arizona was right there for a while. And then they just fell off a cliff. But, yes. you know, they were right there. Okay. Uh, so we'll start with the one four, which is Colorado, St. Louis. Um. I don't actually have in front of me how they did in the regular season against each other, so not that that matters. We won't even talk about it. I uh, won't even I... do a Google search. Nope. I refuse. How do you see this shaking out? Um, Avalanche is such a good team. One of the best overall sound teams that we've seen in a while. Um, they don't They don't do anything amazingly well. They're just so good – just and well-rounded. Um, they're not bad or really anything. Um, I will say that their defense is 
playing absolutely phenomenal hockey. I think it's by far the best defensive core in the NHL. Um, they're keeping shots off net. They're keeping pucks out of the net. I think they're really not carrying this team, but leading this team to success. Um, and the abs found success and they won the president's trophy because of it. With that said, the blues have not been the blues of past teams. Um, they looked very, very shaky um, for a stretch in the middle of the season, but have since kind of started to turn it on. Um, Bennington has, while well, he looked terrible at the beginning of the year, has now turned himself into a serviceable goaltender rather than a terrible one, I suppose. <laughs> um, uh, St. Louis has found some offense lately. Um, that kind of cooled off for a while, but now it's starting to pick it up in time for the playoffs. Um, with that being said, I think Avalanche are better than the Blues in every facet. Um, however, I do think that the Blues have the offensive firepower to get a couple games done. Um, Grubauer has been solid, but not amazing. Um, oh, I shouldn't say that. He's been very good, but not perfect. Um, there are some games where he only faces 13 shots. Um, and I think the Blues will be able to put on some more, um, get more chances, more rebounds. Um and with that said, um, the Blues will pull out a couple games, but ultimately Avalanche in no worse than six. Ah, uh, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna shake it up and be bold here. All right. Oh, oh, God! Here we go. Like I've been saying, there's gonna be an upset. And what this is the upset you pick? What more? No, no, no. What more perfect team than the team that everybody has destined to win the cup this year getting knocked out in the first round? And I'm going to take the Blues here. I'm going to take the Blues in seven. I'm going to take the Blues in seven. And if nothing else, just to be different. But I will say part of this is because my preseason cup matchup was Canes over Blues. So I figure you got to ride them still. Um, Ride or die. Exactly. Um, some things to note, Tarasenko is expected to be ready for the start of this series, which I think is huge. Same with Colton Pareko on the blue line. Um, and again, it comes down to goaltending and depth. And like you said, Bennington has been better lately. He's still not better than Grubauer, but I look at the depth and I think it's actually pretty comparable. Um, I really like the blues forward core. I think down the middle, you're really strong at O'Reilly, Bozak, Thomas, Sanford, Shen can play center. Kairou can play center. I mean, there's so many options down the middle. They ha- you got some elite wingers in Tarasenko, uh, Peron, Hoffman, some guys that can really score. So I really do like the depth. All four lines can score. All four lines can defend. Um, defensively, they're really solid as well. I don't really see a weakness on the blue line. If there is a weakness on the blues, it's, it's in the net with Bennington. And I... I think it's been a disappointing year for them. Like I, I definitely did not expect them to be in like a tight playoff race with Arizona, you know, down to the wire. Like I feel like they should have been a better team than they have been. I don't know if you agree with that or not, but like when I look at this team on paper, they definitely should have been more comfortably in the playoffs in my mind. Um, that said, yes, Colorado's great. Everything you said is completely accurate like there's not a weakness on the team they don't do anything poorly um they do everything 
really, really well. There's depth, there's goaltending, there's defense, there's star power, everything. Um, I agree completely. I'm just saying, you know what? St. Louis also has depth. Maybe they can finally, like, gel here. Like I said, they should have been better, in my opinion. And so maybe they'll finally find it here in the playoffs. And again, there's going to be an upset, so I'm just going to take this one. All righty. I really don't have any better reason. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't have a counter. I'm just going to let you have it. Awesome. Uh, then that brings us to our 2-3, which is Vegas, who, t- again, tied for the President's Trophy, <clears throat> um, taking on the Minnesota Wild, who had a terrific season. Yes, a unexpectedly terrific season, um, especially with the emergence of Kirill Kaprizov. Um, this team has looked very, very good. This is the most interesting Minnesota Wild team that we've seen probably ever. Um, they've been playing good hockey. They've been playing good offensively. However, I think the Vegas Golden Knights have been one of the most consistent teams in the league. Um, they can put the puck in the net. They're getting fantastic goaltending. Um, the defense has been solid, too. Um, so I think Vegas is overall a better hockey team um, than Minnesota. Um, so I'm going to barely – this is a tough call, but I'm going to give Vegas in seven. Um, I think the difference maker is going to be goaltending. Um, I think the Wild are going to roll with Talbot. He'll have a short leash, a leash with uh, Kakinen, um playing so well this year. But Talbot has not looked very good at all, and especially not against the Golden Knights. Um, but I think it's going to be a great series and one of the better ones in this first round. Um, but ultimately, I do think it comes down to goaltending. I'm still not sure who the Golden Knights are going to roll with. If they're going to roll with Flurry, if they're going to roll with Leonard, they're going to keep going with this weird alternating in the playoffs. I doubt it. Um, I think they're going to go with Flurry. Um, but either way, I think both of those goaltenders have been much more consistent and reliable than Talbot or Kacken in this season um, overall. And I think that'll carry the Golden Knights to a victory in seven games. Yeah, um, I, I agree. I accept I'm going to take Vegas here in six, but I do agree with everything you said. The one, if I have an issue with the wild, it's that I, I think they just don't score enough. Let me rephrase that. I think it's going to, they're not going to be able to score enough in the playoffs. Um, just up and down the lineup. There's a bunch of like good two way guys, but there's not like a, a pure, you know, sniper stud outside of Kirill. And um, I think that's going to become an issue. And, yeah. Um, I really like their defense, though, and I do like their depth. They do have good forward depth. Again, it's just there's not like a – there's not enough scoring punch for me. And you look at Vegas, yeah. and, again, there's no salary cap in the postseason, so Vegas, much like Tampa – is going to be able to take advantage of that and uh, have their full lineup out there. Because as we know, a couple games ago, they literally, they had to skate like 10, <laughs> 10 forwards, I think, and like five defensemen or something like that, because they literally just couldn't fit under the cap. Um, but you get everybody in, Pacioretty will be back, Martinez will be back, Ryan Reeves is probably not, but we'll see. But either way. You add those guys back to this lineup, and and you know it's looking really, really solid. Um, 
up and down the lineup. So Vegas has been one of the best teams for a reason. And, you know, my personal hatred for them aside, they're a great team. And um, I agree. I think you roll with Flurry here. And I'll take Vegas at six. They're just better teams. Yeah. Lack of lack of depth scoring has has really killed some good teams, um, and that might be something that's going to kill the Wild because I really don't see much scoring outside of Kaprizov, Zuccarello, and Piala. I just don't see it. Uh, not enough to beat the Knights for sure. For sure. All right, then let's real quickly, without like getting into too much detail, just take it from there. So we'll go back to the match mutual East really quick. Um, we both had Pittsburgh. And we both had Boston. Who do you like in that series? Oof. Oh, this is going to be a fantastic series. But oh, playing the Bruins in the playoffs just scares me as a Penguins fan. I still have flashbacks to 2014. Um, <laughs> when that was probably – that's confirmed the best regular season Penguins team I've ever seen. Um, they just got thrashed by the Bruins. Didn't um? Didn't they only score like a total of three goals that whole series or something? I think it was like I think it was, yeah, it was two or three because they got shut out twice by by Rask. But obviously, this is a much different Bruins team and a much different Rask. Um, but I just don't like the matchup. Um, I think the Bruins. I think they are really good at shutting down the Penguins. Um, and they can. And Bruce Cassidy does a really good job of um. Matching his lines um, with how the Penguins come out, um, I think they'll shut down Crosby. Um, so they'll need to rely on Malkin. Um, hopefully he comes back well. And they'll need to rely on Carter. Um, and I can see Carter making a difference in the Islander series, but not the Bruins series. Um, Bruins defense is now almost entirely healthy. Um, I'll take the Bruins, um, and I'll take them in – Okay, so if it goes to seven, I, I'll take the Penguins, but I think it'll be the Bruins. If, if it goes to seven, I'll take the Penguins. But if it doesn't, I'm taking the Bruins in six. Okay. Um, I originally had Philly winning this, so obviously uh, yeah. this is a new matchup for me. I'm going to take the Penguins here in, in seven. Um. The Penguins, I, I, I feel like, and again, I don't have the numbers in front of me and I refuse to Google search it, but I feel like they've done pretty <laughs> well against Boston this season, uh, like head-to-head. Um, obviously, playoffs is a different game, but I I don't know. I think the Penguins, um, they'll, they'll be, they've been hot, and I think they'll just continue riding it to the final four, if you will. Um, Okay, then the Discover Card Central, we ha- both had, I believe, Carolina-Tampa. Right? Yeah. Yes, yes. We're, we're yes, we're, yes, we're spot on for this one. Oh, my God. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, um, this, oh, this, I think, will be the second best matchup in the, in what I have as the second round. Um, oh, boy, that's going to be. Fan, fantastic series. Um, this these teams are so even across the board. You have better goaltending and lightning, but better offense to the Canes. Pretty comparable defenses. I think this is going to be a nasty, high pace scoring series. But I'm going to give I'm going to give the tiebreaker because I really I looking at this. I really felt these teams were tied. 
Um, I'm going to give the tiebreaker to playoff experience, so I'm going to go with the Bolts in seven. I am going to take Carolina again, just rolling with my Carolina over St. Louis. Um, so that probably gives away another. But, um, yeah, I'll take Carolina here. I agree with everything you said. It's going to be fast. It's going to be nasty. It's going to be high scoring. Um, and this is going to be – this might be series. Like, this is probably going to be better than whatever – semifinal we get after this this series it's going to be one of the best in the playoffs i think if it happens obviously but um yeah i really like carolina here and for if no other reason i mean hurricanes tend to have lightning inside of them anyways so they're, they're much more <laughs> that's powerful. true I, that's <laughs> true i didn't think of the uh matchup of the weather related team names so a hurricane's much more powerful than a light, a single strike of lightning. So um, I, I I agree with you. They'll cause much more devastation, and and yeah, the storm surge rolls on to the final four in my book. Um, I'll I'll take that in in six. I forgot to say that. Okay, all right. Over to the Scotia Bank North Division. We both had, North. We both had Toronto, and oh no, we had different here. You had Toronto Edmonton. You had, had Toronto, Toronto Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Yes. So you can go first with your Toronto Edmonton. Um this this is a tough one. Um I wanted to go with the Oilers and then I looked at more stats. Um and the Leafs just crushed the Oilers in the season series. Um I just think this is one while the Leafs aren't super deep themselves, especially with their goaltending troubles and defense troubles. Um, I think that's going to carry them over McDavid and the Oilers because outside of the top five, like you said, the Oilers have nobody. And if they had good goaltending, I might might have given this one to the Oilers, but they don't um, unless Mike Smith is red hot. But I don't see that being likely. I think he'll be serviceable, but not enough to take care of Matthews. I think it'll be a Matthews-McDavid battle, but – Matthews has more behind him to carry him over in the series. I'll take the Leafs over the Oilers in seven or six, but I'm going to go with six. Okay. Um, I will take the Leafs over the Jets um, for a lot of the reasons you had them over the Oilers for, but um, ultimately, I mean, again, when you look at depth and goaltending, it would favor Winnipeg, but I just can't bring myself, because I'm not even convinced still that Winnipeg will beat Edmonton, I can't bring myself to put them all the way into the Final Four. Um, and I am more confident in Toronto winning round one. And in this matchup, I think Toronto's star power will will overtake Winnipeg's. It's a good matchup, though. I'd be excited to see the matchup of the, the first lines of these two teams um, with, you know, Connor Shifley, Wheeler versus... Um, Marner, Matthews, and Hyman, I believe they play with. Um, that'd be very entertaining to watch. But uh, I will take Toronto. I think once you get over that hump, I think they'll just keep riding it. You know, they'll feel good. They finally won a playoff series, and here they come, you know, into the Final Four. That's where they go. Come and that on, leaves man. us last and least the Honda West. Um, Honda drive one. That's not great. What is, what is what's their slogan? What's uh, their slogan? Question. Oh uh, crap! I should uh, know that. 
I see a commercial. Uh, Jesus, I don't know. The Power of Dreams? That does not sound right. <laughs> I know, right? The Power of Dreams. Um, maybe they... Hold on. This I will Google search. This I will Google search because this is definitely worth it. it. It Oh. I'm also seeing The Power of Dreams. Uh, yeah, it doesn't sound right at all. If that's their slogan, they don't they don't advertise that very much. There is no way I have ever heard that on a commercial. Well. No. Right. Anyways, the Honda West. All right. This is gonna bother so, me now. <laughs> we're gonna have to get over this and power through. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. Uh, so, oh wait. Sorry. Yeah. What do you have? Go ahead. You just talk. I'm gonna look. I had Avalanche. I had Avalanche Knights. Um, you are different. This I know. Um, but this is going to be the best second round matchup and definitely, I think, the best matchup of the tourney, if you will. Um, these teams match up well. They're pretty even on the season series. Um, I'll give the advantage to the Avalanche for no other reason than a gut feeling. Um, I think the Avalanche are very solid. The Knights are very good, too. I just think the Avalanche will work. I just don't have a better explanation. These teams are so evenly matched i just have a gut feeling it'll be avalanche in seven anything less would be a surprise that's all i have to say about that i'm still just seeing it oh okay other taglines honda live your are you serious honda performance first honda drive one no i'm kidding it's not drive one uh and Honda Precision Crafted Performance. Well, I don't recognize funny. any of those, so clearly something's wrong. Anyways, I had Vegas and St. Louis in my matchup, which is what in the preseason I had as my um, first-round matchup, where I like St. Louis to win it. And so I'm going to take them again here. Um, again, going with my Canes over Blues final, which... I'm realizing now, oh no, the way the points line up, that actually they would f- face each other in the semifinal anyways. So that can't, that's impossible. That can't be the Stanley Cup final. So, um, cool. If, anyways. If, if the other div- division winners, if you will, on your thing turn out the way they will. That is true. Although St. Louis is the lowest seed outside of Montreal – and so you would they? you would need Vegas. Yeah, it's not possible if you're having. It's Carolina. not. It's literally impossible. So unless unless, unless Montreal makes a one hell of a run. True. Go go Habs. All right. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I'll still take the Blues because. Well, you know what? Now that that's out the way, now no, I'll still I'll still take the Blues. Um, you you made I, your bet. Not lying. Yeah, I don't have a reason other than what I've been saying. It was my preseason thing. Are the Knights a better team in every facet? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I might like the I, – I legit might like the Blues forward core still a little better, but every other facet for sure. Um, but, yeah, the Knights are a better team and, you know. But the Blues are going to win the series because they'll want it more. There you go. <laughs> oh, man. So that's okay. it. That's 
more because we can't go further than that. So I mean, I could technically go farther. Oh, I have, could, my, divi- I have my division winners. I was, we can just go over this like like a breeze. I have my division winners. I wrote down how many points they had, so I have them seated. Um, okay. So, so first, I'll do Abs versus Bruins, which sounds fantastic. Um, abs, I think, are better. They're pretty comparable in goaltending. Abs have way better defense. Um, comparable offenses. Um, so I think that defense carries the day. Abs win. I think it'll be a tight series, though. Six, maybe seven, depending on how the Bruins are playing. But I'll take the abs and screw it. Seven um, to go to the Stanley Cup final. That leaves me with Leafs bolts. That also sounds like a very good series, but very I nice. think the bolts are a deeper team, just overall more well-rounded. They're not so top-heavy. Um, better defense, better goaltending. So I take the bolts in six. I think at worst. Um, that leaves me with Stanley Cup final Avalanche versus Lightning. Um, I think it's a good matchup too, but. Oof. Advantage goaltending lightning, advantage defense of Colorado, full comparable offenses. That's but I think overall, overall, the Avalanche have been clicking more. So I'll take the Avalanche over the Tampa Bay Lightning in six games. Stanley Cup champion, Colorado Avalanche. I know it's the President's Trophy's winner, um, and they'll get snake bitten or whatever, but that's what I'm going with. Oh, yeah. Add that to my list of why Blues will upset them because they won the President's Trophy. <laughs> the True. curse is real. Um, okay. So mine then, my matchups would be Carolina versus St. Louis. Um, and you know what, Will? Now that I remember, back when we did our preseason podcast, I'm pretty sure we assumed the West and Central winners would play each other and then the North and East would play each other no matter what. Yeah, I think that we was did before too. I think... we knew you know, they were reseeding based on points. And that's probably, again, why I had St. Louis, Carolina. But anyways, um, that's your semifinal matchup. I'll take Carolina then in that one pretty easily. The Blues shouldn't be there in the first place, so Carolina <laughs> will have no problem. I'll take Carolina in five. And then um, my other one is Toronto-Pittsburgh. And, um, ooh, hmm. Ah, yeah, um. I'll take the Penguins in that one, ending Toronto's little. Uh, oh my God, we won two playoff series run because um, they. I think they simply, yeah. Whoever comes out of the North is going to be in for a rude awakening. In the I North. agree, because the North realistically is not a good division. Um, like, no defensively, especially like they're going to run into these teams that can actually play defense and are structured. And they're not going to know what hit them. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, I'll take Pittsburgh. A lot of it comes down to, again, structure. They're a very well-coached team. And just the experience. They've been there before. Um, they all have, literally, almost everybody on that roster. Uh, so I'll take Pittsburgh in six over Toronto. That leaves Pittsburgh versus Carolina for the Stanley Cup, oh. which most years Who would not be possible. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But I'll take the Hurricanes. Uh, again, they were my preseason pick to win the Cup, and I've really liked what I've seen from them this year. So I'm going to stick with them uh, even now to win the Cup. And, uh, you know, when you look at that on paper, goaltending advantage, probably Carolina. Defense advantage, Carolina. Forward advantage, you could argue – you could make a case for either, probably about even. Uh, but ultimately, I like Carolina to take down Pittsburgh in six to win the Cup. There you go. 
All right. Sounds um, good. But don't put everybody. Don't put too much emphasis on that. What we just talked about. Just focus on the first half of the, on the first round. Yeah. The first and second rounds. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Cool. Will any 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 final thoughts? Any any thoughts on how the uh, regular season panned out? Is there any like team you were super happy to see make the playoffs, or sad to see miss, or? Anything? Um, happy to see. Um, happy for Florida. I'm happy for Minnesota. Um, that's about it. Um, sad to see miss. Um, I think the Rangers deserve to make it. Um, but they're they were put in a tough division. Um, that's really about it. But yeah, I feel that. I, I agree. Very happy for Minnesota and Florida, who I feel like I feel like the Panthers are like the East's wild and the wild are the West's. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. There's a lot of similarities there, weirdly. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, I wasn't really... I guess I wasn't sad to see anybody miss. I guess I was sad to see Buffalo miss again for their, <laughs> their like... North American sport franchise leading whatever season in a row missing playoffs, but uh, that was a they're long like, uh, they're like the Browns of the NHL, but the Browns are good this year, so maybe one day, maybe one day, yeah. I mean, maybe you know, if Taylor Hall works out next year, then Perry <laughs> <laughs> Hibbert's like, <laughs> oh my god, all right. Well, that'll do it for this episode of Hockey Thoughts here on Top Cheddar Sports. Will, thank you very much for joining, and uh, we will seriously need to get you on more often. Yes, absolutely. Um, so I believe there will be a double dribble episode previewing the NBA playoffs coming out sometime in the next week, as that gets underway as well soon. And... Um, yeah, that's all the news I have to cover. So, again, thank you for listening. Will, thank you again. And we'll, we'll catch you guys in the next one. Wait, can I say it? Yep. Okay. Uh, top Twitter Sports. Own the Beer League Bench Talk. <laughs> Why did you pause for so long? <laughs> <laughs> Were you pausing for epic. station identification? <laughs> <laughs> Honda, the power of dreams. Yes, uh, this episode was brought to you by Honda, (laughs) the power of dreams.